Today's tea is on leading with the feminine and letting the masculine support with Allison Shavis. I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. She is an incredible leader and prosperity and success coach for ambitious, God-centered women. She teaches women how to get phenomenal results with ease, bend time and space, achieve their goals without hustle or grind, and reshape their reality in feminine energy. No more constant pushing. She is a speaker and a coach and focuses on the universal laws and success strategies for relationships and life. And she is also the best-selling author of the book, The Prosperity Approach. I'm so honored to have Allison on today. This is something that we have been talking a lot about when it comes to letting our feminine lead and the masculine to support what we're doing. And I just think this is such a powerful conversation. We talk a lot about what it looks like to live this way and work this way and how prosperity manifests and also living from a spiritual space. There is something to be said for us as women to learn to trust our feminine and not keep it on the back burner. And this episode absolutely gets into that. So I hope you enjoy today's tea on leading with the feminine and letting the masculine support. Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. Oh, I'm so excited to have Allison Chavis on the House of Low podcast today. Today, the tea is on leading with the feminine and letting the masculine support. I'm all about this topic. <laughs> and it's so wonderful that we connected, Allison. Thank you for being here. Holy cow, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. What an honor to be here and talking about this topic that I am absolutely obsessed with. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And I cannot wait to get into it. First, I would love for you to introduce yourself and kind of give a little background on who you are and what you're excited about right now. Well, I am Allison Chavis, and I'm a transformation and success coach for ambitious, God-centered women. And I really focus on the inner game strategies that make your outer game strategies actually work. So we talk about really leading with the feminine and letting the masculine support, learning how to bend time and space, achieving your goals without the hustle and grind, and most importantly, changing your subconscious programs so that you will love life as you go, which is the fastest way to redesign your reality. So that's what I am all about these days. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. The question I always ask before we get into the topic at hand is for you, what does it mean to come home to you? Coming home to me is just really grounding in my enoughness. And what most people, especially women, don't understand is that being enough is nothing more than a decision. It's deciding that you are enough exactly as you are to get going right where you are with the skills that you have to create whatever you want in business or relationships or your body image or your health or your level of spirituality. And the coming home to me is just really 
owning, consenting, and agreeing to the fact and the truth that I am already enough. Yeah, that's right. Mm, That moves me every time I hear another woman say it. So here we are. Mm, We need more of us. We need more of us that are just really claiming our enoughness for sure. Truly, truly, truly. Well, I would love to dive right into leading with the feminine and supporting with the masculine. I think first for people, cause this is a conversation in general about masculine and feminine energy. I would love to hear how you define them and the biggest differences and then get right into what it means to lead from the feminine and support with the masculine for women. Excellent. Well, the first distinction that's important to make is that feminine and masculine energies are not gender specific. Every person has both feminine and masculine energies. And these are the energies that we use to create with. And so for women, we're meant to be in feminine energy, 70 to 80% of the time. And in masculine energy, 20 to 30% of the time. And most of us are in constant masculine and very little feminine because we don't understand how they each show up. But as far as making the distinction between the two, the masculine is the energy of doing. It's the making something. It's the figure it out. It's the pushing energy. And the feminine energy is the energy of being. And it's a pulling energy. It's a gathering energy. And especially I have found with really ambitious driven women, we've got the masculine dialed in really well. And so they're like, well, how do I be? <laughs> Show me what I do to yeah. be. <laughs> and that's where we get tripped up. Yeah, absolutely. Give me an example of what it looks like in a process or a project or in a certain area of life where what it would feel like to lead from the feminine and support with the masculine. Well, let me start with an analogy first so people can get this ground in. Oh, that doesn't even make any sense, but so we could get grounded in it. How about that? How about I have good ground in there? <laughs> So feminine energy is a lot of the times described as flow. And so if you think about a river, the feminine energy is the flow of the river and the masculine energy is the river banks. If we're in too much feminine and too much flow without any riverbanks or structure, the water just goes everywhere. It doesn't have a direction. It doesn't have any power behind it. And it leaves a big mess. If we're just in masculine and all we're doing is building the riverbanks, but there's no river for it to be built for, we very quickly are like, what the hell am I doing? Like, why am I even doing this? We lose our passion. We lose our joy. We don't even know why we're doing it if all we're doing is building the riverbanks. And that was what, when I was first introduced to that, that really helped me to give a really great picture in my mind. So if we're going to lead with feminine and let the masculine support, when I have big things that are going on, I've got big projects that I'm working on right now. And (laughs) I don't know if you've experienced this, but it's always like three or four at a time. It's never like one. No, never one. (laughs) With with two or three weeks in between, it's like you got four with a two-week deadline. So it can get us into a lot of pushing and doing and the late hours and all of that. And that's too much masculine energy. If we start in the feminine energy, feminine energy is invisible, which means it's our imagination masculine energy is visible and concrete. That is our reality. So starting the day in feminine energy, which is what do you want to feel? 
What do you want to connect to? I'm always wanting to connect to flow. I'm wanting to connect to creativity and how I want to experience the day because feminine energy is a receiving energy. Masculine energy is a giving energy. So I've got to start my day in receiving and get really intentional about what it is I want to receive or experience throughout the day. So I had a ton of copy that I had to go through today and copy is not my favorite thing to do. I'm good at it, but I don't love it. (laughs) And so I was like, I want to be playful because the feminine energy is playful. And so I want to be playful and creative and expansive with it. So when I start into that in a meditation, 15 or 20 minutes in a meditation, then it opens me up to receive divine guidance and downloads of what things need to be tweaked, what things we need to keep. And then I can go into the copy, which is the masculine and the doing. And instead of feeling like I have to reach into my soul and rip a piece of my soul out to try to get copy that's going to translate or convert or whatever, suddenly I'm leading with my heart and I'm just speaking from my heart to another woman's heart to see if our hearts match Yeah, and you get things done so much faster and it's so much easier to do. So we're letting the masculine support in what I'm creating with that copy. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's so powerful. And I think can be very practically applied in moment to moment versus trying to figure out how to shift your whole life with this, you know? Oh, Um, absolutely. Absolutely. It's got to be done moment to moment. (laughs) You'll get completely overwhelmed if you're like feminine, everything, masculine, nothing, because we don't want that either. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to lead into how this has supported you with money and how money actually works, which I know is something you really talk about. And feel free to integrate that with your prosperity approach, because that's something I think is amazing, what you really teach and preach. And so I would love for you to just bring it all together when it comes to the area of abundance and money and your prosperity approach. Mm, Okay. So let me start with the prosperity approach. So people need to understand my philosophy of prosperity. I don't believe in positive thinking. I think positive thinking is the smiling poo emoji of life where we're like, well, everything's a great hot mess and a train wreck, but I get to find the silver lining. Like there's no skill involved. And so I don't subscribe to positive thinking because I understand the difference between that and prosperity thinking. Prosperity thinking is a specific way of viewing and processing and approaching life that requires skill and deliberate, consistent application of spiritual and mental laws until it becomes second nature to you. And then positive thinking is just a natural outcropping of prosperity thinking, but we've got to create some skill. So that's my approach. You've got to have a a prosperity approach. And most people are very, very well-versed. In fact, we're conditioned to have the scarcity approach. We can't do anything unless the bank says we can, unless the boss says we can, unless the man says we can, unless the children say we can, unless all circumstances align up suddenly magically so that we can actually do what we want to do. So we're conditioned to think in scarcity and in lack, and that's not going to get us to the life of our dreams. When you understand how money actually works on a spiritual and an energetic and a feminine level, everything changes. Mm-hmm. everything changes, but this is a, it's a new paradigm that feels very freeing and very relieving, especially to most women when they first hear it, but then it requires trust, which gets scary. 
Yeah. So we're in a universe of expansion and everything is always looking to expand or to elevate itself. And everything is energy without exception. Your energy at your core, I'm energy at my core. Money is also energy. Money is currency. Currency is energy and money is energy. And money is here to do one thing and one thing only. It's to assist us in our growth and our creative expression. Yeah. That's what money is here for. Now we have to, in order to get more money to come, we have to have a purpose behind that money. And for most people, dare I say 98% of the population, their purpose for more money is for safety and comfort and security. And you will never have enough money to fill those needs because there is nothing creative or expansive about you feeling safe and comfortable and secure. So we have to understand that money is here to assist us in our growth and our creative expansion and our expression. And that's it. So we also have to understand what money actually is. Money is an indicator of how much value you put in the marketplace and how much you allow yourself to receive. And money opens doors and gives you options. That's it. That's it. And it's a magnifier. Money only magnifies who you already are. So if you are stingy without money, you're going to be even stingier with money because (laughs) you will, you will, Lauren, because you'll be afraid that you'll lose it. So no, I can't give you more money because I might lose it. If you're generous without a lot of money, you're going to be even more generous with money. If you're self-destructive without a lot of money, you will be even more self-destructive with a lot of money. Now I've been married to my sweetheart for 25 years. We've gone through very, very lean times together and very, very prosperous times together. And I never wanted to leave my husband when we were making a whole lot of money because I didn't want to leave him. Well, sometimes I did when I was, (laughs) when we were having a really hard time and I was like, you're being a jerk, but I didn't understand (laughs) what was really going on. Like, you know, those hard times, but for the most part, they brought us together. I didn't want to leave him. So I'm all about being faithful to my husband and making more money does not mean that suddenly there's this option for me to leave my husband and to like sleep around and go do drugs or like any of these self-destructive patterns and behaviors that people get into when they come into a lot of money. If they're not predisposed to them in the first place, having a lot of money is not going to suddenly make somebody become something that they weren't already leaning towards anyway. And most people are afraid of making a lot of money because of that. But the most important thing to know about money is money is nothing more than a channel. And most people make money their source. They make their bank account or their boss or their clients or their spouse or inheritance or a tax return or whatever their source. Yeah. That's why you can never make enough money to satisfy the sole need that we have for safety and comfort and security. There's only one thing that will fill that. And that is your connection with God or your higher power. Because if money is just a channel and a channel dries up, if you're connected to your power, to your higher power, which is limitless supply, then if a channel dries up, it's not a big deal. Another channel will open in short order because you're connected to limitless supply. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And money needs to move. Like Yes, it, it does. needs to rotate and circulate and flow. It doesn't do well when it's being just sort of constricted. 
you know? No, because it's here to bless your life. And it's not blessing your life just sitting in a bank account doing nothing while you're feeling scarcity and lack and worry that three months down the road, you're not going to have enough money to pay your bills. So you're not going to give yourself permission to get a fun pair of earrings because down the road, you might not have enough money. Yeah, absolutely. It does. It it needs to flow. It needs to circulate. It doesn't want to be hoarded. It, even in your mind, right. if you are hoarding money in your mind, hoarding is the epitome of scarcity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why women are just like, oh my word, this feels so amazing. And yeah. then they're like, oh, but I can't do this next program or I can't get the shoes that I want or I can't go on the vacation I want. This is where like trust comes in, which yeah. gets really hard. It's, it's cool. really hard to like push the paradigm out from what you've been taught and conditioned yeah. for hundreds and thousands of years about money and to suddenly have it turned on your ear takes trust. And trust is confidence or the firm belief in the reliability of something or someone. But you don't get trust on your knees. You don't get trust in a meditation. You get trust experimenting with it and trying it out and seeing if you will stay in prosperity thinking and connected to your source and connected to limitless supply and you let money go, you'll see how it returns back to you in really, really beautiful ways. But I'm not saying it's not a little scary or intimidating at first, but man, it's worth it man, it's worth it. Cause then you open the floodgates. That's right. I would love for you to talk about your spiritual experience. Like, have you had awakenings? Have you just always been spiritual and deeply connected to God? Like, what does that look like in your life and how has it led you to your purpose? The easy, fast answer is yes. And yes, I've always had a strong connection to God. I think women have a natural connection to God and to spirituality and to the eternal. We do. That's one of the gifts that we come with that men don't necessarily come with. I am also a religious girl. And so I have a faith-based religion that I am faithful at and I attend. And so I had all of that programming about perfection and God wanting to, you know, God loves you, but if you screw up, then watch out. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I've had some of that programming as well. And have I had awakenings? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I tanked my company. We had a multiple six-figure company that I tanked because I was in way too much masculine energy all the time. I didn't understand how money works. So I was terrified not only to invest in my company, but that I would lose the money. And I didn't have the right mindset. I didn't have the right subconscious beliefs running and those programs running that would allow me to grow my company. It was, you're not enough. You don't make a difference. This is too big for you. You better not screw this up. Don't blow this. I mean, I created an enormous amount of pressure on myself. My yeah. biggest fear was bankruptcy. And you don't you don't create what you want. You create what you are. Like that's what you manifest. You manifest what you are, not what you want. And yeah. I was in terror always in massive amounts of anxiety all the time. And so I ran my business into the ground. We, we ended up filing a chapter 13 bankruptcy. And that was when I could finally hear God's voice because like there was nothing left. Wow. And I was finally quiet at one moment. And I remember thinking, wow. I created what I didn't want. And Lauren, I was teaching mindset. I was teaching universal law. So I knew they worked. I was like, what is wrong with me? But there was, there was nothing wrong with me. It was the beliefs and the programs that I was running. I came to the realization, like, man, I created myself into this. I bet you I can create my way out of this. I betcha I can. So instead of blaming myself any longer, I just took credit for what I had created. And I think that's when God is like, 
finally she has suited up. She is on the field and we can actually use her. And there were those three things that I didn't have in place. It was leading with my feminine. It was reprogramming my subconscious and it was understanding how money worked. He brought those to me. And I implemented them because I'm an action taker. I'm an implementer. Well, within six months, we went from bankruptcy to $232,000. Within six months, I transformed my marriage. I transformed my relationship with my four children. And I lost 45 pounds and I've kept it off for three years Yeah, because of those three things. And it was filled with ease and fun and joy and stretch. There was stretch. There was effort. I wasn't just like, let me meditate all day long. And then somehow the money's going to come. Like God wanted me to learn things. He wanted me to skill up in very practical ways. But more importantly, he wanted me to see how powerful he was in my life and to learn that he is in the details. And I don't believe for one second anymore that the devil's in the details. God is in the details. If we will calm the heck down, (laughs) just like quiet ourselves for just a minute and let him speak to us. And he is so anxious and willing to guide us to life beyond our imagination. But it does require us to be in the right frame of mind, to be in a receiving mode and to trust in our desires. And that is all feminine. That is all feminine energy. Mm, So powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, it's interesting because I teach a lot about abundance consciousness. And I do believe that it is starting to expand more and more to more and more people. And more and more people are seeing that there's a lot of seemingly miraculous ways that money can come. It's not just the effort you did that day brings in the money tomorrow. I know we want to believe it's that exact of a science, but it's just not. And then people wonder why, why do some people have more? Why do some people have less? And I do, you know, the beliefs piece is so powerful for anyone across whatever background and place they're at with money. I've seen it work with people across the board, you know, so in different (laughs) lived experiences. And so it's just so powerful to hear you talk about it. And I love that you're teaching that. Well, and here's the thing too, Lauren, like it is an exact science, but it's not the exact science we think it is. It's not the work harder, get more money. If that were the case, practically everybody would be really wealthy if it was just hard work and loyalty. But the exact science is the science of vibration. It's the science of frequency. It's the science of belief, which is much more esoteric than I'm going to work a 14 hour day and grind this out and kill my soul in the process, all in the name of my vision or all in the name of achievement or performance or, you know, whatever it is that we're, we feel like we have to sacrifice ourselves on the altar of, and we just don't have to do that. But because of all the conditioning and all of the modeling we're in, especially if you're in business, it is 100% masculine. Yeah. The business world is completely masculine and we love the masculine energy. We love the functionality of it. We love the practicality of it. We love the structure of it. We need it, but we have sacrificed our desire for the system. And the systems and the structures are there to get us to our desire faster. Right. And then we forget about our desire. That's why it's so important that we lead out. I mean, really they're as concrete as the masculine and as like the science of physics, the science of calculus and like all of those things. But because we have to use a muscle that hasn't been developed over centuries, it can feel disconcerting at first. But when you start to really understand what's going on and you see that evidence that comes to you as you experiment with it, the 16-hour days will no longer even tempt you now because you're too busy living. 
and loving and experiencing and receiving life. Yeah, I love it. Mm, So powerful. I would love for you to give like one to three practices or rituals that can help women start to incorporate or integrate leading from the feminine and supporting with their masculine energy. Awesome. Yes, I would love to share. So start your day in feminine energy. So it's the feminine energy of meditation, of visualization, of quieting your mind and connecting to your desires. And what I do actually is I pull up my phone and I have a notes app on my phone and I have a notes it's called I would love and I write down five of my desires, big, small and everywhere in between. So if I have to pee, then my desire is I would love to go to the bathroom. I mean, it's really, really simple. And the big ones too, I would like to hit this sales goal this month. I would love a drink of water if I'm thirsty, but you need to start honoring your desires and voicing your desires because women don't do that. And so that's the first step to leading with your desires, understanding what your desire is at any given moment. And the best time to do that is in the morning. I love to do a 15 to 20 minute guided meditation, whatever meditation music you like to use or whoever, whatever guided you like. Sometimes I do guided. Sometimes I just listen to music and then I connect to what do I want to feel today? What do I want to experience? I want to experience things like expansion and flow and creativity and abundance and prosperity. So I'll focus on that and just breathe those words in and connect to God that way. So I'm super, I'm like you, I'm very, very practical. I don't believe in the theory of prosperity. I believe in, all right, how does this translate in my own life? So this is my practice that I do every day. A way to let your masculine support the feminine. A big red flag that you've been in masculine too long is when the task gets heavy. So when you start telling yourself, all right, I just got to push through this. All right, 15 more minutes and then I can be done. And it just feels like, oh, like you're cranking something (laughs) out. (laughs) You've been in masculine energy for too long. You need to set it down because the energy you're in is everything. It's everything. And it's not this energy of like, let me get myself completely wired. Like I'm hopped up on caffeine. That's not, it's the energy of certainty. It's the energy of love and service and connection and all of that. And, and if you're not in that energy, you're just in the grind. You've been in masculine for too long. You got to sit it down and get into feminine. And here's the thing. All you need to do is move your body. Yes. Start to sway your hips, turn on some music, but leave the physical your environment you're in because you got to get out of that energy and connect to your body. I love to go outside and get sensual, which means connect to your senses. Yeah. What do I see? Uh, Then I'll close my eyes. What do I hear? What do I feel on my skin? Really get into your body. I can do that literally for five minutes and then I'm back into my feminine. I've opened myself up to new ideas and boom, I can then pick up the task and it's not so heavy. Absolutely. That's a practical bend time is space, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Oh, it's so powerful. Thank you so much for all of this that you shared today. I'm so grateful. I would love for you to let people know where they can connect with you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I would love, first of all, to give a free download to your audience. If they want to know more about masculine and feminine energies and how we show up when we feel empowered and disempowered in both of those energies. And you can go to prosperityapproach.com slash at a glance. It's all one word and print that out. We made it nice and beautiful so that you can post it somewhere where you can see it. So you can remind yourself of how the different energies work and you can connect with me on Facebook. We have a success without struggle Facebook group. I would love to play with you there where we talk more 
more about masculine energy and more about prosperity and how it all works and what my theory is and how to actually have prosperity on a day by day basis. If I get in there and do lives every week Love it. and then come see what we're up to. We do workshops regularly. So you can go to prosperityapproach.com forward slash workshops. See when we're, we're doing another one where I really dive into money and how it works and beliefs, how to live in the right state of mind, no matter what is going on and with your feminine. So yeah, would love, would love to play with you there. Awesome. Thank you so much for the work you're doing in the world and for your spirit. I'm so grateful we connected and thank you for your time today. Lauren, thank you for what you're doing. It's so important and what an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, Low.